Geo Show. The 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 Geo Show. Hello and welcome to the Geo Show. I am your host and master of ceremonies, GOP, and today we're coming at you with a review. I'm joined by a good friend of mine, uh, Davide Discipio. You've heard him on the show before. Davide, how are you doing? Doing well, buddy. How about you? Doing pretty good. And uh, as you can already guess by the title of this, uh, we're going to be taking a look at a 2020 movie. Uh, one that came out quite early in 2020. It is the Impractical Jokers movie. So we both we both watched the film. I'm going to just say kind of the obvious. We're both pretty big fans of the show. And I think it's one of... I'd, I'd say it's one of the best comedy TV series that's come out in a while. And I think it's maybe even if it technically classes as a reality show probably one of the best reality shows in a while. I think the show's thing is great. Like I I've never seen anyone who who ha- who isn't a fan of the show and then watches the show and then continues not to be a fan or says they doesn't they don't like it. The cast is great and they do such a great job at being funny and I think it's just a fantastic show. And the thing is it's not fake funny, right? It's, exactly. It's actually things of humor. Um these guys are known for um, their humor and their outgoing personalities. Of course, like all four guys, they aren't the same person. Like personally, you got um, completely different personalities amongst the four friends. And this of is course. what makes it click. This is what makes it click and uh, what makes it um, so good really. And uh, I know as the years have gone on, they've started to duplicate and replicate re- uh, the same um skits or whatnot and same challenges and all that but yes. there's almost so there's only so much you can do right right um but now but it's not it's like this it's not the same uh when they do duplicate it so this is what it's what makes it um so good and makes it so entertaining to watch and it's like once you watch one challenge it makes you hooked to see okay what's going to be the end result of this, who's going to be the one getting punished in the end and what's that punishment going to be. And of the whole history of the show, they've had a variety of different punishments because it's so easy to line each care, each of the four guys up for what um, they despise. So um, they do a great job of getting under each other's skin and it's what makes it so funny in the end. Oh yeah. It's, it's the chemistry between the, the guys. It's just special. And I think I've, I've seen almost, it's, it's been a bit funny. I've seen like, uh, I guess for, uh, foreign, uh, broadcasters, they've tried to make their own versions of the show. Uh, it's like not it, as good because exactly. you can't find the same person, uh, personalities, right? Exactly. 100%, 100%. Um, which is why I was almost ecstatic to find out that there was a movie coming out. I mean, I, I will be honest. I'm going to just kind of uh, speak for myself and uh, just kind of put it out there to say, unsurprisingly, I was, uh, I hyped it up too much for myself and I was kind of let down. I think, and I will be honest, I don't really get a lot, I don't really get really excited for a lot of movies. There's not really a, a lot of stuff that I get overly excited and hyped up for. And I think that was what I did as a mistake here because I saw it. 
And I initially, I remember I saw the trailer when it came out and I wasn't hooked on the trailer. I saw it and I was like, I'm not sure if this is, this is it. I remember seeing the kind of Paula Abdul thing and I was like, I'm not sure if I'm hooked on this, but I, I got excited just for the fact that it gave me an excuse to get out and go to the movies because like, as I mentioned before, there's not a lot of films that really pique my interest. So I hyped it up. I don't know if you heard me on the radio during that time, but I kept hyping it up saying, oh, it's coming out soon. And, um, and hyping it up for that was the fact that they they didn't release any Canadian um they weren't going to release it in Canadian theaters at least at the time they didn't have any announcements saying it was going to go to Canadian theaters and i remember a week before the movie released they released it uh in the states but then a week after that uh they finally added some Canadian dates and i remember i was so excited this was pre-pandemic right i believe it was either february or march 2020 um yeah february 2020 I had to go, and I know we kind of know the geography of Ottawa, I had to go literally halfway across Ottawa to go to just a theater to see this movie. Two-hour bus rides just to see The Impractical Jokers. I went at 11 a.m., probably, which was stupid on my part, I don't know why I chose to go that early, but... 11 a.m., down to the theater, and I have to say I was was, um, a bit underwhelmed, um, but... I want to start with you. What did you, what was your initial thoughts on, on seeing the movie and what was your kind of thoughts kind of leading up to the hype, uh, finding out it was happening? I kind of had the same opinion in the end. Um, seeing the trailer, it's gotta be probably the funniest scene in the whole movie. Um, and that has to be the scene where they're in the caves or in the, in the muse- not the museum, but the caves, I want to call it. Uh, I can't think of the exact word, but we're joking. Yeah, the underground it. caves can't think. <laughs> Where he's got the fake ears on, and and he may, and then he comes out and he says, "Oh, what's going on here?" Like I'm look, I went to the gift shop, and um, <laughs> it just made it so funny, and um, it's got to be the best scene in the entire movie. But like, like you said, seeing the show and my attention span for movies isn't all there. Um, and that's why what makes the show so good for me is that it's 22 minutes of my undivided attention and that's all. Of course. And here, it, it, like at an hour and a half, it just kept dragging on. And when I, when you first put the movie on at the start, I mean, I'm not trying to spoil it for anybody, but you're kind of like, what the heck is going on here? Because it's supposed to be set back in time where, um, they were at a movie or a dance club or whatever. And, uh, the Paul Abdul concert. And, it, and they ended up getting thrown out or something and yeah. Cal got tased. And that what made it funny in the end is what had happened in reality. Um, he had gotten tased again or whatever, and I'm not expecting it. Um, but I mean, the trailer on, on YouTube right now at, at the 43,000 likes to only a thousand dislikes, it's got to say something about uh, some people might've seen um, the value in it. And if you, if you look at it in the, in the end, um, some people might have seen the, the value and the hype like like we saw. Uh, but I mean, that's kind of the the thing is like when you have a mo- like a book, for example, and they turn into a movie and then a movie and turn into a book. One or the other is not uh, the greatest of sorts. Mm-hmm. But there were a lot of funny parts in the movie, I got to say. But the only this um, negative thing I would say on the movie, I'm a big fan of the show and all that and the characters and all that but I just think it dragged on for too long. I thought 10 challenges was a little too much. Mm-hmm. And um, the whole thing of 
making it uh, the three passes into a show uh, made it seem cheesy in the end. But um, the value of the challenges of what they actually had to do was um, no latch off from from what they do in in the actual TV show. Yeah. I think I think one of the problems was and that's I I think one of the biggest things about it is that with when you're watching the impractical jokers that's 22 minutes there's no fluff they get to the competitions and like the entire 22 minutes is the competitions if you watched for I believe this movie was like an hour 30 minutes long if you watched like the six episodes of impractical jokers that would be the exact length of this movie that's basically like you're basically getting how many challenges are in that show, but nothing else. Like it's all competition. And that's the only only side thing that you kind of see in the TV show is when Joe eats a pastry or when Sal is throwing up or something like that. That's your only fluff really. In the old episodes, they used to kind of have this thing where they were like walking along like i guess in in staten island which you know what i didn't mind it like a nice little supplemental continuity thing but it's like the problem is is that this i just feel like you know with there's just too much fluff in this movie and obviously you need it you need a storyline you couldn't have just broadcast or you couldn't have just shown impractical jokers episodes like on a movie screen but it, it just it just felt like and it just, I think they wanted, I don't know if it was intentionally tried to be corny. Like it was just like, if that was a point and they said, there's no way of getting around this because this is what we have to do. But I just was, was disappointed about how, like, I just, I just felt like it, it was just so poorly put together. Like, I just, I just think of just the, the, it was just, you know, as you were saying, like the transitions of book to movie and then TV show to movie, I just thought like, you know, this just felt, it didn't feel right. Like it didn't, it, it even, even in the segments, like there's this one that they do before they, they, they decide that they're doing this road trip and it's uh, Sal is, uh, is a mall Santa in the film. And it just like, even the way to just kind of, I guess just, they were showing that they're filming their TV show. It just felt like forced in a way like it felt even the way that they were doing it it just felt so awkward like you watch the show and it just everything flows like and it's just the way that that scene was edited it just felt so unnatural it didn't feel like it was impractical jokers it felt like it, it obviously some some it has to be scripted in some capacity but it felt so forced and i don't know if that's me being too too harsh on the movie but it just was hard to watch i mean when they got into the challenges itself it was it was great and it just was typical them in their um what they what we know them to do right right um, the comedians um, but I just thought it brought out their, their actual character and the storyline I, I understood. Um, and it was great. Like it brought it back to the days of when they actually wanted to first start the show and, and start these challenges and then, uh, the loser and they, they punished the loser. But, um, when they went into the original car where it all started up for the road trip and, um, you know, the, you brought up the side pieces when the early days of like season one and season two is mm-hmm. when they when they would do a challenge and then they would do the cutaway and there'd be all four of them walking on the sidewalk and recapping that um, that challenge. Um, it kind of I like the way that it it segued into they each tried to 
humiliate each other without the actual punishment, right? Like, mm-hmm. for example, they brought the tiger into the into the into the room where Sal was, and you know, yeah. Sal's gonna be scared out of his shoes, right? Um, and then they made Q dress up in that. Uh, it's in the trailer as well. They made Q dress up in like that centurion outfit, and he was on the horse, and he had to walk with the horse about whatever 40 kilometers or whatever it was. And um, they just tried to humiliate everybody in a certain way that mm-hmm. in the end wasn't really the, um, the, the main punishment was the one joke who didn't get a ticket to that show, which in the end, everyone got into the show. Right. Mm-hmm. But those individual challenges was a way or individual cutaways was a way to punish them without the end punishment in the end, if that makes any sense. I guess I, I see what you mean. I, I, I have to say though, there wasn't really one. I don't know if you'd consider the one with Joe that you mentioned before of him in the cave, if that would consider. But they never really got Joe, I find. Like, there was one, you know, technically, uh, I guess Murr's one was the one in the uh, the the strip, uh, the strip joint. Then there was, like, the Sal one. But they never really got Joe. I don't know if that one of him in the cave was supposed to be his, but I just, I felt like that one was missing, and I feel they could have done something funny with him. But we always know that he's going to be the one that does everything. Like he does yeah. everything, and he's the toughest one to get. That's true. Which That's makes true. him pro- uh, probably the most likable one for me, ultimately, because there's so much I can relate with him and personality-wise. Um, he just breaks out that funny joke or laughs at somebody or does something um, that makes makes it hilarious and. Um, the easiest one to get though is Sal and, and yeah. we've got Sal with the tiger and they get him on so many different occasions. It's, it makes it even funnier, but, uh, the Murr one was, was, had, was really, really funny. And, um, I don't know if you remember that one part where, uh, uh, they had the broken down car on the side of the road. Oh yeah. Yeah. The help. And now that, that was funny and rewatching back the trailer, um, here earlier, uh, made me think back and be like, yeah, that was definitely a funny part. And, um, I think they were at the Atlanta Hawks practice facility. Yeah. If I'm mistaken. Yeah. And they had to get, I believe the, the goal was to be hired or get a second interview or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like, that's classic them when they actually got into the challenges and that goes back on the, the main thesis of this is the fluff really drove people away. You and I away because we were yeah. curious to see challenges. Right. Um, and that's and originally when I thought when I heard about a movie, I thought, okay, this might be just a bunch of challenges thrown together without the fluff, right? But, mm-hmm. of course, moving the end of the storyline. But um, it can go 50-50, but if, if I were to put a, um, a thumbs up or a thumbs down, I'd have to give it a thumbs up just based on the challenges that they do. And it, it was something different that we normally didn't see in a TV show. And I think another uh, point with that is, is that something I thought would happen first, and I'm actually surprised they didn't do this after, is actually produce... Um, a movie with the four guys but have no relations to the Impractical Jokers television show like just a comedy film written for these four characters but not have any of the hidden camera challenges I would have felt that would work better than um, having I guess I would think that would have worked better than having the characters uh, try to do like the challenges as, as a theatrical film because I feel like and that's the huge problem with this. And I think that's that's just the, the hardest part of trying to nail this is trying to get uh, 
trying to get a story in on this because there's no way you can try to i i personally think and i'm i'm curious to see if anyone can prove me wrong or to to add a conflicting view um but i think there is no way you could have nailed uh a movie like this to actually get a plot to actually a plot device to actually have this kind of work like I, I, I'm I'm struggling to think of one myself, you know. It it's it's such a strange thing to transition to the film screen. But I will say for almost all the challenges they did, it was funny. Like I would I would say though, as a very hot take, some challenges from the television show were better. Like I've gotten I feel like for certain ones I've gotten bigger laughs out of the show than the movie. If that's fair to say, I don't know if that's uh, if that's fair or not, but I, I just feel like even them just being them, like them bantering, like between just seeing them in the car, that was they, they there was some funny material there, but it I don't know I I still I still will say as 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 a thing kind of conflicting everything I just said, it was it was. It was nice to kind of like get hyped up with this. I mean, I, I, I'd say that going, having the experience, I know it kind of sounded like I was, I was complaining about it, but just the experience of getting excited for this was nice. I am still disappointed with the final result of the film, but, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't lie and say the movie this isn't an awful movie. This is definitely a watchable movie. It's a funny movie. And it's still something that I personally would have to say I thoroughly, like, I enjoyed it. I would say it could have been better, but I would say I enjoyed it in, in a way. Yeah, I would have to give give it the, the same thing, Matt. Like, when you like something so much, you have to go out and and, and see that next big thing. And that's what they, they, mm-hmm. they did here. And I think to keep, um, they kind of, had to do this movie to keep the their audience engaged, right? Because the show's been going on. I I can't. I don't even know how long now. I think season nine right now. Over ten years, right? And yeah, um, they just have to keep their audience engaged, and they had to to take this bullet really to to shoot a movie. And I just thought that keeping their same storyline was great, and they didn't make it too much over the top but some parts were over the top um like all that fluff like we've talked about but once it got into challenges it was just like a basic watching them on a tv show right but there's just the more variety really pumped it into something bigger right now i'd like to ask uh if you for for your personal opinion what would you say was your favorite thing about the movie what would you say was the one thing that you said they would say that they nailed? Oh, I, I, I honestly, going back to the cave bit, um, that just brought out Joe's character and what Joe would do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, locking Sal in the hotel room with the tiger. When yeah. you go back to some of the, the punishments he had when he was, uh, I think it was on two different occasions. He was, um, when he was strapped to the floor, and one bit was all cats, and then a second punishment was all spiders. Oh no, that was two. Was all spiders. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just just brought out their character and, and some of the ways they got these guys, and and some of the challenges were just right up uh, these guys' alleys as they usually are. And that's 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 the one thing that they kept going. Oh yeah, um, which, which was so good. For me, I'd have to say I think that the the challenges were actually when I originally saw it, I was kind of. Um, 
I don't know what the correct term would be. I was underwhelmed a bit, but I have to say rewatching it. I actually just came fresh off rewatching it last night. I have to say that I was I was much more impressed, I guess, the second time around, which was which actually surprised me a lot. I think the Jaden Smith concert where uh, or the Jaden Smith movie premiere where Sal was kind of being this crazy number one fan was actually hilarious the second time around. I thought that was a really clever bit to have him in on it. And I think that was definitely like funnier to watch since it was in front of that that crowd of that many people. Like, and then there was also the Q presentation where he had to give that, that speech at that social media convention and they had cut-ins of his parents doing like amateur porn bits. And that was genuinely like, I think the funniest is when you see this stuff happening in like in front of a large group of people and just like thinking the awkwardness of those people not understanding what this is. But I have to say that, that even though the plot fell a little short I think like they still for those bits were were on like an a like an a plus game in my personal opinion and something something amazing I will say about the movie and I guess it a kind of well maybe it's unsurprising but the budget of the film you'd expect with this like I was originally thinking I thought this is probably a huge budget picture in some capacity only three million dollar budget which is pretty cheap. They made it back with 10 million, which, but I mean, as far as making cash from a movie, that's like, that's your, you're making back like more than like quadruple. Maybe they would have made back more if they had uh, put the movie, released the movie in different countries at the start. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that was something because it is just, I don't know if they intentionally like made it small on purpose. And I don't know if that was a thing. Like, cause I know, I don't know. I, I think like other, I don't think any other countries or any other companies besides true TV owns the format and they have to like ask for permission. I mean, the, the format though, I will, I have, I do have some comments about the format that I will say after, but I think that I, I, I was, I surprised like with, with the reach that the show had that it took so long to to get it in Canada, like to actually get a confirmed release. And uh, like, I remember there was a petition started. People were campaigning on social media for them to release it in Canadian theaters, which I thought was was funny. But I don't know. It was in the end. I'm, I, I think like still that's like a lot for a three million dollar budget. But yeah, it's it's um. I don't know. I I think it's time for a final rating. Um, I'd like to let you go first. I, 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 the funniest thing with the ratings on this show, one episode I'll say do out of five and then another show I'll say out of 10, but then I'll say out of five. So we'll, we'll do it out of five. I'm going to try to stick it to out of five. So Davide, what do you think if you could give the movie out of five and some closing comments? So if it was easy, they'd call it math, right? Yeah, but if my math is correct here, if we're going out of five, fifty percent is at two and a half. Mm-hmm. So I got to give it over a two and a half, which means I'll probably have to give it over a three. So we'll go a, or maybe even over a four. I'll go four point. Wow. Or three point nine. We'll go three point nine. Okay. For my rating, I'm actually going to take one out of the film. There was in at the uh, uh, at the Atlanta basketball. Uh, they they challenge uh, they challenge Q to say rate the movie when he's talking to the person they say rate the movie out of out, out of five and he's like he goes ah three and a half stars 
and I'm gonna have to give it I'm gonna give it a very high 3.5 out of 5 I think that it had I think that this is again I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of like repeating what I've already said over and over again but just this format is so hard to transition to like a film with a storyline and you can't do a storyline without it being corny or bad but I do appreciate it for what it is like if I had the choice to watch six episodes of Impractical Jokers or to watch this movie again I'd probably go with those six episodes not to say this is the worst I think it's I still think it's a pretty fun movie and I probably will rewatch it if I have the chance uh so yeah 3.5 out of 10 but um there's one there's one last thing I want to I want to harp on maybe give a little chirp to this movie cuz I think I think this is definitely disappointing so I I'm a, I'm a physical media collector I like buy I like actually having my movies and shows on actual like DVDs and Blu-rays and I had the opportunity to buy this movie on a Blu-ray for for $10 which you know as far as Blu-rays goes that's not pretty steep um, I was going to buy it on Amazon and believe it or not, the Amazon price at one point at the time was $38 for the single Blu-ray of the movie. And now I'm going to, I'm going to assume, I'm going to say, even though I only paid $10, which again, still decent price, I'm going to assume, let's pretend I paid $38 for this Blu-ray. Most disappointing Blu-ray I own. It is there is nothing like I was I bought this with the intention of hoping there'd be some kind of behind the scenes content some kind of deleted scenes some kind any supplemental material there's nothing it's literally the movie and nothing else and I mean I would you would think with the impractical jokers there'd be so much content so much behind the scenes content so much information on the planning like of how things are done. You'd expect there to be something, something, just anything. And there's nothing. And I know they've done documentaries in the past on the movie, like behind the scenes on the show. And I know they've, they've talked about it on podcasts and stuff, but it's like when you're paying that much for a movie, you'd expect there to be hell. Even you couldn't even put like a bonus episode on the disc. I don't know. It just felt, it felt like, it, it, it is it felt really cheap and especially at that price for th it's on Amazon right now for $23 for the Blu-ray and I still think that is way too much for a Blu-ray I don't know for a single movie for an hour and 30 minutes of content that is way too much honestly couldn't tell you the last time I bought a movie <laughs> well so... there we've got we've got our contrast there anyway <laughs> um Davide any 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 last uh remarks before we end off uh let's get sexy that's about all Let's get sexy. <laughs> Let's get sexy. No one. Nobody's sharing. Nobody. You're Nobody. useless. Let's get sexy. No, you're not sexy at all. There's nothing sexy about you. Um, anyway, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed. And I'm really, I'm really want to have, if you have a conflicting view of the movie, if you thought it was perfect, I want to hear why. Cause like, I know, I know there's some movies that we personally enjoy that other people just hate, or there's movies that we hate that other people enjoy. But if you thought this was the perfect film, get in touch. I want to hear, I want to hear some conflicting opinions. Cause I think the best discussions to have are with people who have different opinions to your own, if that's a thing to say. But anyway... Thank you, Davide DeCipio, for joining us. That's been The Geo Show. I hope you enjoyed our look at Impractical Jokers, the movie. 
See you next time. Follow all the pages and bye for now. The Geo Show. Geo Show. The Geo Show. The Geo Show.